Welcome to the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. I'm your host, Isaac, and on this podcast, we aim to bring you open and authentic conversations and give you the resources to become the hero of your own story. Whether it's a solo session or featuring a special guest, I appreciate your time. Let's get right into today's episode. What is going on, gentlemen? I hope you all are doing well. Let's go ahead and get started with today's Thursday episode. Again, first of the Thursday episodes where we go a little longer, more free flow, um, and I give you guys some more backstory and explanation behind the message. Today, we're going to be on a highly requested topic, which is dating advice. Usually, I stay away from doing most of this because the best dating advice I'll ever give you is work on yourself to become the best version of yourself. But again, some of us like the tips and the tricks. So I'm going to give you the three rule in dating advice that I personally use for the reason that it works, but it's also a very big time saver. So many of you may have seen that dating can consume a lot of your time. Now, personally, I've always stuck to in-person dating. I've never gone the route of online dating, Um, but it's always a time thing. You know, you're scheduling, you're spending time, you're spending money. So for me, I like to keep it as simple and effective because, you know, if something is there, I'll let it be there. And if not, you know, I don't really have the time to waste. So the three rule, again, not only is it effective, but it's simple and it keeps it very easy to manage. Okay. So let's start with the three rule. What is it? It's basically a three number that applies to different time frames, seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, and years. So it works pretty well across the board. Again, this is kind of just like a cookie cutter like system. You can adapt it. You can use it as it is. You can make your own. But again, just a piece of advice. So let's get right into it. Three seconds. The time you should tell yourself to go ask for the number. If you're dealing with confidence issues, if you're scared, if you don't want to get rejected, all these different factors. Give yourself a three-second window to just get up and go for the number because it's not that complicated, and if you keep overthinking it, either the moment's going to pass, you might do it, which then you just wasted 10 minutes overthinking it, or three, you go up and you're so nervous because of the expectations you put on yourself that you just completely trash the situation and don't get the number. So three seconds. Three minutes is the maximum amount of time you should talk to them when you're going up for that number. Now, again, this is a little more story background. That's the one I struggle the most with. I first, I just like conversation. I like talking to people. So every time, I, I mean, I usually spend more than three minutes talking to someone. Here's the thing. It's good to talk to people. Nothing wrong with that. And honestly, if you just want to talk, talk. But if you're trying to set up dates, if you're trying to get dates... You want to leave on a very high note. So if you're a good conversationalist, as I look at myself to be, you you get carried in good conversation. But then by the time you kind of end the conversation, it's more on a low note. Like, oh, that's like pretty much everything we should have discussed. So you're leaving them with a lack of desire for more um, most of the time. But when you leave on a three-minute high, that's usually like prime conversation. Like you're really getting into something here, but you're not yet there. And so with that three minute, you're like, all right, you know, I have a meeting, I got to catch a bus, I got to catch an Uber, 
I have a call, whatever, whatever you have to do because you should be doing something and you leave, but then you leave it on like, hey, like, but let's catch up. Let's finish up the conversation. You know, I love what you were saying. And then they're kind of more open to seeing you again in the future because that conversation ended on such a high note rather than like, oh, they're dragging on this conversation. I don't really know if I want to see this person again. But personally, yeah, that's the one I struggle the most with. Um, You know, it's 50-50, but it's something to keep in mind um, if you're someone that likes conversation. Three hours, the time you should wait before sending a message. Now, I think out of all these points, this one might have the controversy. Um, The reason is it's fresh. You know, it's fresh in their head, and it's also a decent bit of time after the encounter. Um, People say, you know, wait a day, wait two days. But at that point, if they don't know anything about you, anything at all, they're kind of just like, who were you again? Like, you were the guy I ran into. Where was it? And so it's, it's not fresh in the mind anymore. So, you know, you're less likely to, to kind of convert on those chances and actually set something up. Now, the next one's the three days. So that's the time within those three days that you should set the date up. So let's say you met them on a Tuesday at the grocery store or at Target. Okay, cool. You went up, got the number, talked to them three minutes, two minutes, whatever. Three hours later, let's say you went at five. Three hours later, it's eight o'clock. You're like, hey, you know, it was great to meet you, whatnot, yada, yada. Um, like back and forth like three or four times. You're not trying to get to know someone over text. You're not holding conversations over text. You have better things to do, and you're devaluing your time because you're just texting back and forth. Let them figure you out in person. Back and forth, maybe three, four messages, and then say, hey, listen, great to see you. I'd love to meet with you. I'd love to take you out sometime. Okay, now you want to set it up within three days. Why three days? Because it needs to be fresh. You need to move quickly because you need to make an impression. Why? Because that impression creates that want, that desire. You don't desire something that you don't know about. You desire something that you know about and you don't have. So that's the big kink. If you're seeing them Tuesday, try to go for a Thursday night. Get drinks Thursday night. Go to a movie. Go to a park. Go to a coffee shop. Work out together. You know, be creative. I can give you guys um, different dating places that work. But the big message is it needs to be quick. Um, Quick tip, Fridays, Saturdays usually are busy because people have plans already because those are the going out days. Um, so if people can do during the week and if you can do that, usually you'll have more success of just setting that original date up. So that's the three days. Okay. Now here are the next ones. And here's like where it flips from being urgent to relaxing. After that first date, you can relax and you should not be seeing them very frequently. If you went on a date, you should not be that person that says the next week, yeah, you know, we saw, I saw her like, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, like, no, give them space. They now know you to some degree. See them maybe once a week, maybe once every two weeks. You know, it's, it depends on your situation. It's not cookie cutter on this one. But again, you're not trying to be with them all the time because then because it's so new and fresh, you really just completely destroy that initial high of that attraction of that relationship um, in terms of just dating. Okay. Three months is the minimum time before you make anything exclusive. Why do I say it like this? You have to be able to vet, understand, actually visualize yourself being with this person, 
um, getting to know them on a slightly longer scale than two, three dates. Um, it's a very good filter. You know, you really know who's, who's serious and who's an actual good partner um, rather than someone that's just, you know, trying to have fun and whatnot. So three months is a very good time frame for that. And back a bit of backstory, that's probably one of the other rules I've been bad with. And thankfully, I've had pretty good vetting in a shorter amount of time and I wouldn't change anything. But, you know, if something's going to be there, don't rush into it and don't let anyone rush you into it either. If a girl's like, you know, what are we all this? Like, that's good that she's saying that. But like, you know, just be like, you know, I'm following a system. Like, I want to make sure this is what's healthy for me, you know, and I ask that you respect that. If you don't respect that, let her go, right? You're, you're the prize here. Don't let someone else rush you into something you're not ready for, right? If you're saying, no, I need this time. I need to make sure this is what I want, what I need, and I'm, it's healthy for me, then it's going to happen in three months. Cool. That's kind of the end of the story there. You don't, try to push past, you know, rushing that because you should not be trying to rush yourself into something, especially when it's your time, your money, your attention. Um, and just overall what you're giving, if you're someone that's good at giving in relationships. Um, and the last one is three years and that's the minimum time before you consider proposing. Why three years? Statistically, as long as you wait those three years and you're still happy with this person, your chances of divorce are significantly lower than those people that marry early. A lot of people will get married early. Those divorce rates are much higher. Not saying that if you get married within one year of dating someone, you'll get divorced, but it's just, if you think this is your, your person, you know, give it some time, really get over that initial honeymoon attachment, high love sort of phase. And then start building that overall, you know, how do I see myself with these, with this person at this time? How do I feel about them now? Um, what's the values like? Do we want, both want kids, um, religion in the household, value systems, um, balance, you know, working, who's working, who's not working, who's doing what, roles, responsibilities. You know, you have to all sort that stuff up. Um, you have to sort that stuff out before marriage. Um, so give yourself that time to find things out about that person before you make that commitment. So, okay, I gave you guys a bit of backstory, but I'll give you a little more in terms of the other ones. Uh, have not considered proposing to anyone yet. Um, so that one, that three years, just a general rule of thumb that I've seen work um, for friends that are married and are in healthy relationships, they usually waited on the longer term. Um, and again, it's statistically proven to really have a lower rate. So it's just working in your favor. The other ones, I mean, it's, you'll see the variance, but creating a system like this, again, it's a very peace of mind. You're trying to make things simple for you. Um, you don't want to be spending so much time focusing on these things. And again, when we're talking about self-improvement, self-improvement is not getting chicks. It's not getting laid. It's not constantly having sex. Having sex doesn't make you a man. What you have to understand is that there's other things that are greater, things that are more important, and that's you being a valuable contributing member to society. You know, the parties are always going to be there. The women are always going to be there. The fun's going to be there. Your career ain't. Your health isn't. The opportunities knocking on your door aren't always going to be there. So take advantage of those. Make that your focus. And yeah, 
while you're leveling up, while you're improving, while you're becoming the hero of your story, have fun, go out, go on dates, but take life serious, know your priorities. And even if you are really focused on what you're doing, I'd still consider like, don't rule out dating. Maybe don't get into relationships if, if, if you feel like that. And I definitely understand that. And I do the same sometimes. But go on dates, have fun. Um, and I say this not only to, to have that balance, but also to meet new people, find new perspectives, um, and also figure out what things make you a better partner. You know, for me, that's the biggest takeaway I've had from dating um, and from relationships is what makes me a good partner, what makes me a partner that sometimes people don't enjoy, um, and where are the lines I'm willing to draw? What are the sacrifices? You know, if someone says, you know, you don't give me enough attention um, when we're not in person, I'll be like, damn straight, I don't. Like, I have work. I'm working on this. Like, I don't have the time to give you that. If we're on a date, I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm not going to be talking to anyone else. I'm going to be with you. It's me and you fully in the present. That is quality, 100% me and you time. But if it's not in that moment and I'm working on a project, I don't have time to be on a FaceTime call for one and a half hours. That just to me does not work. That's a boundary I'm willing to set. And if I get rid of people for that, so be it. That's a vetting process. That's the whole point of not getting that exclusivity. What are other things? Like, you know, what are you able to do? What, do you understand love languages? Stuff like that. It's the little things you pick up um, that you learn. You, you just want to be constantly learning. You know, you're not trying to overstress this. Don't make it another job. Um, but you also figure out what you want. Because it's important to go on dates because then you figure out what you like, what you don't like, and what makes a good partner. You know, for me, I'll give you an example. I thought I wanted, I always wanted a really ambitious woman. Someone that just wanted dreams to happen and goals and careers to be like the main focus but what happens with that there's a there's a clash because I want the same things um but in my own life and so what happens there is that when both of you want that but then neither one of you is really willing to compromise or take it down or sacrifice even um then it then you butt heads and that's when it really gets ugly um, thankfully we ended on good terms, but you know, if I had continued pursuing that and hadn't caught myself in something that wasn't good for me because of who I am, you know, that could have been a very bad relationship and forbid a marriage where when it comes to having kids, you know, I'm not going to be the primary caretaker. That's just, that's the general thumb. Like I can't do that. Why? Because I have my other things as my priorities. So those are the things you understand. You know, I've learned that for me, the biggest thing, and for a lot of people too, it's peace. You never want to come home to someone that you love and make it and have it feel like a second job. No, you want to relax. You want peace. Another thing, loyalty. You know, you want to have trust in this person, have faith in this person. Um, you know, almost this ride, ride or die mentality, you know, thick and thin. You want them to, to not only be there when things are going good, but when things are rough, uh, when you're going through stuff. You want someone that has your back there. Um, those are the, for me, two of the biggest things that, that make a good partner is that ride or die loyalty and that peace they provide as well as an overall empathetic understanding of where I come from. Now, again, there's many other standards I have, but like those three things make a core relationship, um, in terms of being with someone for the long term. And so the last piece of advice I'll give is that when it comes to, 
especially with that exclusivity, there's, there's four ways I categorize, um, my romantic life. So I have a talking stage. So that's just the initial, like, okay, they seem interesting. You know, they see someone like I could go out with and, you know, get to know better, get some drinks, get, get some food, whatnot. Okay. Get to know them. Talking's that initial, um, after one, two dates, that's when it's more like casual dating. So there's no exclusivity, but you know, you're seeing them as more of an interest. Um, there's some sort of established interest in both parties. Um, and then the third one, which again has that kind of three month minimum is that exclusive dating. So that's just, okay, I'm only going to be seeing you. I'm not going to be going out or, you know, being with other women. It's just me and you. And I expect the same from you. And this is where you really test. Are we good exclusive? Is this something I want? Is this something that's good for both of us? Um, do we like this? Do we not like this? Do we want to pursue something more? So again, give it a little bit with that exclusivity. And then if you see yourself progressing, and to be honest, I'll, from then on, not only progress into a relationship, again, this is your choice. But me personally, they'd have to be someone I'd consider marrying, right? Because you want those kind of attributes in a partner. Now, they might not have all of them, but you really want to start be dating the kind and caliber of woman that you want to be with. Um, and obviously, there might be some things missing, as I just stated, but really start looking at people that you might consider that. So from them, you move to dating exclusively to uh, an official relationship, right? Facebook status, whatnot. That's really just the marking of, okay, me and you are together, because there's also th something you have to understand and that difference between exclusive dating and relationship. At all times, a relationship should be, um, should be private, but it should never be hidden from everyone. Like it shouldn't be like this big secret. Like you keep stuff between you that's private, but hiding it from others is an, a negative toxic thing to do. Um, but in terms of the other stuff, you know, you're never really like pushing or showing like this is your partner. Like this is just someone that you're going out with. Like there's nothing established. But once you say something like a relationship, this person is also now showing as a reflection of you. So their actions, what they do, what they're doing, who they're with, that creates some sort of reflection on you because that's your partner. Now, don't take this with a negative mentality like, oh, like, you know, you can't say that. Like, they can be able to do what they want. Like, yeah, you can do what you want. It's freedom of choice. But do you want someone representing you who's doing things that you wouldn't want them doing or you wouldn't do yourself? So that's really where you draw your standards and your boundaries. And again, why I say the best standing advice I'll ever give here is become the best version of yourself is that the more you grow, the more you are able to demand from others, right? Because then you have more options. And, you know, again, you're not going to don't limit yourself again with an abundance mindset. There's always going to be more fish in the sea. And it's not to tell you that not everyone's unique. Everyone is unique in their own ways. But again, you're, you're, you're looking for a certain set of attributes. You're looking for a certain set of characteristics and a certain standard. And there's many, there's plenty of people that meet their criteria. And the last thing you want to do is get in a relation, relationship with someone um, where you're settling for someone that you don't actually want. Um, and then you build something 
And then as soon as you actually make it, you're like, oh, well, I'm, I made it. Like, now I can just leave this person. Like, that's not the reason you should try to get into relationships. Um, but again, to each of your own, this is the three rule of dating. Is, the three rule of dating is it's a method that's simple and it's effective. And it keeps the time that I'm trying to manage things down to the minimum, um, which makes it worth it for me. That's my take on it. Again, to each your own. If you have anything that you want to say to me and want to add about it, f- please shoot me an email at our website at info at the And I'll do my best to respond to you within 48 hours. Um, but really, you know, ask yourself these questions. You know, what, what do you want out of it? And how much time do you want to spend doing it? Because you could go on online dating and make a bunch of profiles on different apps or make a profile on a bunch of different apps. Um, and you would have more options, but then you're spending significantly more time trying to set up these dates, match with people, text back and forth. Um, and while you will get these options and these matches, you have to ask yourself, is that something I want to spend my time on? But that's going to do it for me today, guys. As always, chase excellence, chase a better you, and chase the you from tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's episode on the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. Reach out to us at www.thegentlemansatlas.com and tell us what you'd like to see next. Your support is greatly appreciated and see you in the next episode.